Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, ritual, community, and pilgrimage, exploring the paths that point you back to your soul, giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility, to remember to remember. Our first series is about the call to create and that our bodies were meant to do this. We'll explore the themes of menstruation, pregnancy, hormonal cycles, and the value of lived experience in the body as a way to map the path of creation from idea to actualization. Next we have Jamie Flares Majeski, who believes her sacred work is to support women in expressing the truth about their lives. She is the author of the book, Birthright, The Value and How-To of Writing Your Birth Story. She currently lives in Asheville, North Carolina with her husband, daughter, dog, cat, and the neighborhood flock of wild turkeys. Jamie is a Koya teacher and she's also, I feel like right at the front lines of one of the most powerful things that's happening in this conversation around embodying the feminine, around looking at the body as a map that is trustworthy in the cycles of menstruation and in birth. And she's going to tell you about a book that she wrote that I'm so inspired by called Birth Right, W-R-I-T-E. And I really believe in what she has tapped into here, and I'm so excited to hear from her about this book process, how it's inspired her, um, the medicine of storytelling, and how this all really weaves into honoring the feminine. So, Jamie, I would love to welcome you, and I trust you implicitly. Like, like whether we're doing a healing session, we're in an interview, I'm like, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to say, like, I want to hear it. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much, Rochelle. It's so wonderful to be here with you. I'm so honored. Mm, yay. So tell us about birthright and about storytelling and about birth. And I, I can't say that like before I heard it from you that I really had connected the dots around how important this is or how lacking it was in our world. So I'm very excited for everyone that's listening to be able to hear and learn from you as well. Sure, sure. Well, I'll start by just briefly explaining that the book is about writing your birth story. So it's for men and women who have experienced the birth of their own children, um, including the loss of children. Um, so it's really meant to be inclusive um, and really meant to honor the value in our, in our storytelling and in our experience of birth. So, so many of us go through the birth process and, um, you know, we're kind of caught, we're, we're kind of caught up in this wave where we continue on, you know, postpartum, baby's here, and we don't always have the time to 
sit back and reflect on the depth and the power of our uh, birth experience. It's such a transformational time for each of us. We walk through this huge threshold and uh, there's such value in medicine in exploring it and honoring it and processing it. So I was really inspired after the birth of my own daughter about almost four years ago uh, she, um, you know, after I gave birth to her, I felt such an impulse, like many women do, to to tell my story, to make sense of it. Um, and being a writer, I've been a professional writer for a long time, and I knew that I needed to write it down, that there was something really unique in sharing my story in in the written form. And it really helped me to uh, make sense of my story, to put it together, and also to find those deeper threads because so many of us are comfortable talking about our births on sort of a surface level where we talk about facts, you know, like I got, you know, my labor started, you know, my water broke and my labor started and I labored for, we talk about hours and we talk about pushing and, you know, we talk about these facts, uh, but there's all this juiciness inside of how we were feeling and the gates we crossed through and the the spirit you know we come to um you know birth is really about coming to the the spirit door and collecting our children so Mm. having space to explore that um and honor that for the all the beauty and all the challenge and all of that is um a really a really juicy opportunity Mm. and I bet you can I can imagine that in you doing it, but that you've probably also in this process had other people who have had powerful experiences going through and writing down their story or sharing it. Yeah, absolutely. So I've done a number of workshops and I've also worked with um, men and women privately in writing their stories. And it is such a deep honor. You know, I've worked with people who are, who've experienced loss. I've worked with people who, um, who maybe their children are 20 or 30 years old now. And they were like, I never knew that I could actually write my story down. And believe it or not, some of them have had the most powerful uh, revelations from writing their story. They're like, wow, I didn't know that my birth held this key. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I'm thinking about one of the contributors to the book, uh, Betsy Blankenbaker, who's also an author of a few other amazing books. Uh, and she wrote her story of the birth of her first son. And, you know, she's like, I know this story, you know, and I'm a writer. I've written lots of stories before. Uh, but when she, when she actually sat down and wrote her story, uh, so much came up for her. Uh, she realized that, um, you know, she was able to connect to some things that um, she was later able to bring to her son. And uh, they were able to connect in a way that they hadn't connected before about their, not only his birth, but also their family and his life and her life and their relationship. Uh, She also, um, as some of you might know, she, um, after she was born, she was given to her godmother. And, uh, you know, she's had a kind of uh, conflicted relationship with like, oh, my mom didn't take care of me in the first couple of weeks. I was given to my godmother. And through writing her story, she realized that um, her godmother before Betsy had been born uh, experienced a birth loss. And so Betsy's presence in in, um, her godmother's home was actually a real big healing for her godmother. So Mm. she was able to understand and get that clarity around her relationship with her godmother by writing her own birth story. Mm. So just one um, example of many. Yeah, well, it makes me think of in Koya, in the first chapter, the pilgrimage exercises to go to the place where you were born and like go to this place where you... You weren't here and then you were born and then you were here and like, and just really honor and like physically like touch that land, you know, like get a rock from that land, take it home with you. And so this is also visiting that 
psychic space, you know, that, that place, that, that veil um, where we transfer from spirit into form or where we help another being come in from spirit to come into form through our body. And it's, it happens all the time, you know, it's like there's billions of us here, but it's still miraculous every time and and the thing that I'm hearing you say and the thing that the reason I have that pilgrimage exercise in the book is also to for people to notice the blueprint that's there and like when you sort of see the map that's there with clarity like what happened you can see how that's being reflected or played out now and then you can have a choice of whether you want to you know continue or you want to heal or you want to embrace or you want to you know, have more of or less of, but you can really dance with it consciously. Yeah, absolutely. I love that connection. Yeah. And so I would say in terms of our culture right now, like, do you feel like if people started sharing their birth stories, it would have like a deeper effect on their own healing. I, I know what you're going to say to this, but I'm, I'm just trying to, <laughs> I mean, obviously you do, but I'm trying, I'm trying to prompt basically like, I feel like what I'm asking you, like, do you think if we like sat around the fire instead of the TV, <laughs> you know, do you think that, we, do you think that we would have like a deeper connection to one another, to nature, to like being underneath starlight, you know, I guess to ask a more pointed question is, is just, if someone was on the verge of like writing their birth story or not writing their birth story um, and they were listening to this, like just what would, what would you say to them? Like, I'm going to say to them, read Jamie's book, (laughs) but we have a few more minutes with them. So like, what are you going to say that, what do you want to share? What do you want to offer to someone to like take with them about the potentiality that lives in this birth story? Yeah. And I would say what I'm about to say is really true for anybody who feels a strong calling to write a story that lives in their soul. Uh, I would say that a lot of us think that when we sit down to write, we're just going to record. Like we're just going to write down what we already know about our experiences. And what I find again and again in my own writing and in working with others is that we really discover something that we never knew before when we start to actually write our story. So the value in writing specifically, uh, it's not just another way of saying it, but it's It's really about discovering and having a deep relationship with our own experiences in a way that's just not necessarily possible in our oral storytelling. So I encourage women to write for themselves as well. Like, don't think about writing it for your child or for your husband or for your birth community, like really writing it for yourself first and honoring what's so true in your heart and letting that just be enough. I love that. I love that, especially when we're talking about like birthing things into the world. So specifically, there's a focus here on birth and and of children and of babies. But oftentimes when we're having these conversations, we're talking about it, you know, it could be birthing a book, it could be birthing a project, you know, but just this, this metaphor that's there that you're allowing yourself to be in the process where something new comes into being, you know, and, and really enjoying the process of writing that way. And I love also the invitation to really write for yourself. And, um, and I think there's so many interesting ways to go with this that I know that you do in the book as well. So I, I'm curious as a, as a final question around how this feels like it connects 
to Koya? Yeah, gosh, there's a lot of ways I see it connecting to Koya. You know, in that first chapter of the Koya book, you talk about the body as this wise truth teller and um, that it's really the threshold to the sacred. And as I look at that in with, through the lens of birth and writing your birth story, there's no, there's few other places. I mean, it definitely, um, we experience it throughout our lifetime as women, but birth is such a potent place where that plays out. I mean, we are literally, our bodies are literally the threshold to spirit. You know, it's just such a, a micro cosm of this larger truth uh, and also birth is an opportunity for us like many other times in our lives but it's such a potent one that we're able to really like deeply trust the instinct and the and the intuition that lives in our bodies and it in birth it sometimes takes over and we're really a witness to how wise and intelligent the body is so um, I really think that birth is an opportunity for us to really experience that sensation of truth in our bodies and of power and of our own creativity and there's just so much so much juice in birth (laughs) thank you thank you for that I'm so glad that that came through and I really want to honor that a lot of times when we are doing something we gather confidence from times that we've done it before and so collectively I find this moment in time to be one of uh, rebirthing our perception and our relationship to life of civilization humanity where we are we are in the process I find of rebirthing um, ourselves and our world and women It's like, of course, I feel like in many ways, women or the feminine essence are going to be part of this movement because they are the ones that literally birth the world into being, you know, that literally birth humanity. Like, you know, of course, there's a co-creation with the divine and there's a co-creation with the masculine energy life force as well, but they are the birthers. And so what I'm really excited about And what I feel is in your offering is that as we are collectively going through all the phases of birth, that we can call on our birth stories to know that we have done this before Mm -hmm. and gather confidence for what is at the center of our lives. So I think this is a really amazing tool. And again, um, I want to make this accessible to everyone. Like, for example, like I... I haven't birthed a child, but if I were to talk about like birthing Koya, you know, if I were to talk about birthing my book, you know, sometimes when my book came out, I was like one pound, two ounces, you know, like, (laughs) um, and, and, and really offer all of us that, that gift of creativity to, to create and to birth things into the world and to know that we've done it before and to really honor that by taking some time to write it down. And I think this is big medicine that you're offering. And I love how you're merging your wisdom of the feminine with your career as a writer, with this, you know, this, this real cultural collective momentum that is here. And I just feel like this is a powerful surfboard to ride the wave of what we're all in right now. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So how can people learn more about you? So where should they go if they want to? learn more about birthright and all the other amazing things that you offer oh thank you so much yeah i own a birth and wellness business called santosha birth and wellness and the website is santoshamama.com so it's s-a-n-t-o-s-h-a-m-a-m-a.com 
Amazing. That was great. And we'll share all the links and all those things as well. Jamie, thank you so much. I, I feel thank so grateful you. to have this time together. And thank you for everyone that's listening and a prayer and a blessing that that call to write is a gift that you give yourself and that that thread of discovery uh, weaves through the words on the pages and that the gift of clarity and understanding is a is a medicine and elixir and an empowering part on the forever journey. So thank you everyone for being here and joining us on this Wise, Wild, and Free podcast. To continue the conversation, visit us at koya.love, Q-O-Y-A dot L-O-V-E and lifestyleofreverence.com for more information about movement, rituals, community, and pilgrimage.